Hello, and welcome to Sim Radio here on Sisters in Music Network. It's Monday Music Badness, and you're tuned in to Mixing It with Nikki Chris. This is Nikki, and in case you don't know anything about me, I'm a singer-songwriter from the Raleigh, North Carolina area. My show celebrates women in the music and entertainment industry, providing an avenue for them to showcase their talent. Our motto, Sisters in Music, Together We Are Stronger. My guest today is a number one billboard recording artist songwriter from Boca Raton, Florida. In the past three years, she has achieved five top ten songs on the billboard chart. She brings a dynamic, cinematic experience to everything she produces. Trained in classical and jazz, she draws inspiration from artists like Lana Del Rey, Solange, Ellie Goulding, one of my favorites, and London Grammar, who make engaging and emotional music that you can feel in your bones. She's also a voting member of the Recording Academy. Please join me in welcoming the fabulous and super talented Kendra Erica. Welcome to Mixing It, Kendra. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me. How are you? I am good. I I just had a great workout this morning, so endorphins are flowing, and, you know, it's just a great day in in South Florida right now. Fantastic. Well, let's get started and, and chat about your music career a little bit, because you're very accomplished in pretty, you know, short amount of time. So tell us how you got started in your music career. So I got started from basically coming out of community theater, doing school theater. I then just began gigging around town. But, you know, over over the course of performing locally and, you know, winning certain town competitions and, and also having residencies based around me performing covers, I wanted to see what it was like because I've, I've always had this fascination behind the songwriting process and, you know, creating uh, something of your own. So then in my mid-teens, I then was introduced to producers that I worked with in Miami. And then just from there, every person that, that I worked with and every person that came into the, the mix then led to another person and then another contact and then another connection made. So that's how it basically all, all came to be. And it's just, it's been a pathway and it's been, um, it's been a a hike for sure. It's just been a a natural, like evolutionary process musically and creatively. And so now I've had five hits on billboard and counting. So I'm just looking forward to what's, what's to come and what's, to was to be on the on the horizon. That's awesome, and networking is key. That I can it definitely is. agree with, hundred percent. Networking is is the key because, like you said, you you work with one person, and that person knows somebody else, and then they introduce you, and that person, and so on and so forth. It's kind of like the you know that's, six, like that's, six degrees of Kevin Bacon all yeah. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's how it all goes, you know, and there, you know, there, there's some artists out there that, that just think, oh, if I just like stay in the studio and just do this and this, no, it's not about that. Like you need to be boots on the ground. You need to have a sense about yourself of putting yourself out there and not just keeping yourself not on the radar. <laughs> right. So. Right. Nope. You're 
You're exactly correct. So how would you describe your music and what do you feel sets your music apart from everybody else out there? Well, one of the main reasons, um, and I'm going to be completely candid and honest about uh, about this, is that I'm not involved in any sort of, you know, narrative or agenda or pushing anything out there. I create from the moment from what I feel is best for me, not what a not what a big brother label is telling me to do. And quite honestly, the, the music of today, from my opinion, because this is America, you can say whatever you want. I feel like it's like the value and, and, and the feeling behind it has decreased. And it's because, you know, there's there's so much machinery happening in the industry and none of it is really authentic. And, you know, although, you know, you have these you have these people saying, oh, this is who I am. It's, it's not who who they are. So I've taken the time to to develop myself and to learn vicariously from others decisions and ways of doing things and so I said I I don't want to do that so I I want to continue growing um and I want to be able to portray that in in a sense that there is going to be an evolution there is going to be a, a sense of of breakthrough because when you stifle creativity, you can't break through, and that's when you can actually elevate people to to feel something. Um, no, and I completely agree. I'm sorry. Yeah, I completely agree with you, and it is actually extremely refreshing to hear someone else say that. I have <laughs> actually said the same things myself that the music industry is too machine driven it's too cookie cutter I often find myself getting extremely frustrated when I'm like listening to the radio or or listening to various streaming sites where everything almost sounds exactly the same there's like no feeling in the recording whatsoever. So very, very, very excited and happy to hear you also have experience and, and, and feel the same way because I, I think change is coming. I do because I, I've been feeling and hearing a lot more people stepping out of the box. Hopefully some more will do it and becoming more authentic and less scripted with their releases so awesome great i've been like firsthand witness to this machinery before my very eyes um when i i was actually in i was in a session and in la actually and i was writing this song called lay it on me it's it's out there right now um but this song like i felt like i I really had to be the one in the driver's seat, like directing the the songwriters around me, because there there are about two or three other songwriters in the room with me, developing this and writing this the song, and I made sure that each lyric I felt good with, because that's that's how I do things. And then when and then after that, then they were then they had to quickly then jump into another session where they had to like, as you said, like. They just had to crump things out very quickly. They were writing for artists. I'm not going to say the the names of them, but you know they're your <laughs> generic 
people out there. Um, There are big names, but, you know, let's face it. Um, But these songwriters just were, they weren't feeling it. They weren't into it. They just had to, like, put throw words together and it just sounded like there was no feeling in it. It was just like bubble gum after bubble gum. And it was, there, there just wasn't any um, originality or any outside the box thinking. It was just your, you know, your typical words, you know, using words like, uh, I love this or like tonight or, or let's have fun. Let's do that. And I was like, what, like, what is this? Is this music or is this jingle writing? Um, even jingle writing is more creative than this. oh my yeah I mean you and I are so on the same page with this and you know it's it's one of the reasons where and I've made this comment multiple times and nothing against Nashville and nothing against the Nashville writers but I could never write that way that's not the type of person that I am and it's not the type of music that I even want to create and even as I'm writing for other artists one of the things that I'm also taking into account is artists who are also looking for music, they need something that's going to stand out. And if you continue to push the bubble gum and the cookie cutter type of songs, it's not going to make them stand out. Everybody's going to sound exactly like everybody else. So I also think that artists who are currently shopping are looking for originality and they're looking for things that are going to set them apart i want to ask this question to a bunch of these like big labels i'm like do you actually care about your artists or do you just care about yourself and the paycheck um because <laughs> it just seems like they're going off of this like cookie cutter thing but it, but it's just like a quick paycheck like there's there's like no longevity and so that's what I always say is, do you just care about popularity, which will only give you like a quick buck? Or do you care about longevity, which will give you more and more and more of abundance in the future? Right. 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 That's a great question. Great question. Yeah. All right. Who are some of your musical influences or inspirations that you grew up with or that you currently look to today? I look for I've actually just been doing my own research with with what feels good for for me. I've been listening to a lot of Inna. She's a incredible dance artist out of out of Bulgaria, um, and she's just so sonic forward and what produces. And me being a a long time patron of global dance music, she's she's definitely on the top of the list for. What, what I like. Another one is obviously Lana Del Rey. I actually haven't heard her stuff in a while. I have to, I have to get back into it. Ellie Golding, just because she's so down to earth. Like that's what I appreciate is when someone is just down to earth and when they actually, when it's not just all like bells and whistles and when it's just about the the message and the music itself. Michael Bublé because he's he's got that that Frank Sinatra sound which I which I love, Kyla Lagrange, Jesse Ware, a lot of like UK underground artists I've been listening to, especially um, when it comes to the, the the DJ pool too. I've been I've been um, immersing myself more in the in the deep house world. That's the kind of swerve that I've been on currently. Awesome. I'm a huge Ellie Goulding fan. Love her. And Michael Buble too, so good good choices. Good uh 
yeah. musical influences to to definitely get inspiration from. So we are going to take a song pause now. Can you tell us about your new single? Because I do believe this is new, right? Recently released, Gemini. Can Recently you released. Tell us yeah. what, is, what is it about or what inspired it? This song, it just came to be. I sent my my producer, Chris Garcia, um, references on what I wanted the track to sound like, and he beautifully put the, the track together. And then when I was sitting in a studio in L.A., we, we were both just, you know, jamming, throwing, tossing around ideas. And then we both just almost like in a very synchronized fashion we both started singing like the same melody and same same sort of concept line and you know when you have that duality when you have like two forces working with each other on something and and then hence being Gemini like because we both started singing this like oh Gemini we both started singing this similar melody line with the exact lyric and that that was just confirmation with two forces working together and, you know, as, as you know, Gemini is, uh, is, is the sign of two people. So, yep. <laughs> so that's, so it was just, it, it just had this like eerie, candid, surreal sort of, um, you know, universal confirmation that I felt like we needed to just run with it and, and see where it would go. And that's, that's how, that's how this, this uh the song formed basically awesome well it is awesome i have been listening to it and we're gonna pop this in for everyone so here is gemini by kendra erica
Bye. Love it. You're right. Very dance, top 40-ish type of vibe. Awesome. And I know you have a yeah, YouTube video you. out for it as well. Yep. So that must have been fun. Yeah, I shot it in um, in Vegas. We we went to this really archaic ghost town, um, and they've they've filmed a bunch of like projects there before, like movies and TV shows. But this ghost town was was just wild, literally wild, because it's in the wild west. And then we shot it in a salon slash cabaret. It's this studio that doubles as a cabaret, but it's also a hair salon as well. So it was really, it was interesting. So I was able to uh, get uh, get glamified <laughs> in a very, <laughs> you know, salon-type setting. And then, you know, go straight to, like, the, the little stage there to perform. So uh, it was just a, it was really convenient. <laughs> oh, my God, that sounds like so much fun, so much fun. Yeah, it was. It was. It was very fun. (laughs) Oh, great. So one of the things I wanted to touch on is you have co-written songs with a multitude of Grammy-winning producers, including Charlie McKnight, Billy Joel fame, uh, Jan Fairchild, Elton John, Mary J. Blige, uh, Damon Sharp, Mm -hmm. just to name a few. So what inspires your writing do you draw inspirations from like poems other music tv other media things like that where do you draw your inspiration from well whenever i am with a collaborator i always make it a point to to have meaningful conversations um you know more on the philosophical side and when we're just when we're having conversations and when we're just you know talking that's that's when the ideas just get plucked from those from those conversations because that's how you create real meaning is from communication and from the exchange of words and ideas and if we think back to Greek mythology and the great orators like that's how that's how ideas are spread that's how that's how the the masses came to be and that's how you know belief systems just were formed and that's how I just approach my songwriting. Um, and, and also just from, you know, being out in, in life, if I see something that really sparks something in me or really, um, you know, sets, sets a different, like, thought apart or allows me to see something different, I, I jot it down and then I refer to it when it comes time to collaborate with someone. Like, Break the Wheel happened when I was watching Game of Thrones, and Daenerys Targaryen, she said in the in one one of the episodes, she was like, I want to break the wheel. And I, as soon as I heard that, I reached into the television, and I was like, can I borrow this? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> you know, I mean, so it's amazing how to be. Yeah, but, I mean, it's amazing how that stuff happens, right? You know, you're just, whether you're reading something, you're having a conversation with somebody, or you're just watching a television show and one word or phrase just like, oh, yeah, I could do something with that. So that's awesome. That's great. Who is somebody that you would most like to co-write or collaborate with in the future? Oh, so many. <laughs> so many, so much time. Um, <laughs> um, 
let's let's see um what who would I like to collaborate with in the future I would really well obviously I would love to do something with Andrea Bocelli I would that would that would be like catching a great white in the ocean wow another one who I was expecting uh, right (laughs) not who I was expecting well, nice. cause he, he, I mean, it's just if you if if you want to think grand like grand scale and like large scale like duh. Um, but another another one, I I'd love to do something with would be um, Michael Bublé because I've always I you know I've always wanted to do a duet with uh with the great Frank Sinatra, you know, but. Um, you know, Michael Buble, I, I feel would, <laughs> would facilitate that <laughs> nicely. Yeah. Um, definitely. Definitely. And, and you have that, you have that tone in your voice too. So actually it's, it's interesting. I ask this question quite a bit, to be honest with you, because I like to see who people would really, really like to work with because it says a lot about their musical soul and, and, and where they're connected. And I definitely could see you based upon what I hear in your like vocal tone and even in your, your demeanor, just this short conversation, those two would actually fit very well with you. So hopefully one day that happens and you could work with one or both of them. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, and, and I'd honestly love to do something with Brittany. Like, <laughs> I feel like that would be incredible. We just yeah. we we just gotta get her free first. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's so hard. It's so heartbreaking. It, it's just you know, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm just like going, you know, I don't understand. We could go off on a tangent and have that conversation, but it is, it's, it's very heartbreaking. There's one thing to do, you know, something for the benefit of somebody, but you know, some of the stuff that they're, they're having her do and like, you know, all the money that they're taking. I'm just like going seriously, people, you're taking advantage of this poor girl. And, you know, she just needs to be free and let, you know, live her own life the way that, that she wants to. So anyway. Yeah. Well, like, Anyhow. yeah, cause I, I, yeah, I mean, like I, I can, I compare it to like what we've been going through like this past year and a half. Like, if, when you cage someone in, when you lock people down, when you lock people in, they're gonna go a little. Their their thought patterns are not going to be the same, and they're not going to be of sound mind. So obviously, when you when you when you cage someone in, and when you take someone too young, and when you present them all like all this fame and and action like su- like super super young it's going to stimulate the brain in uh in a way that's not beneficial so that's that's just my that's my two cents <laughs> no fabulous two cents that is actually a great place for us to take a quick short break here for a word from one of our partners in podcasting b squared management We'll be right back on Mm -hmm. Nikki Chris. 
here on Sim Radio. Hi, it's Jordan and Madison, and we're Jay Madison out of Nashville, Tennessee. We'd love to tell you about B-Squared Management, artist services by artists for artists. Get your press, branding, single release, and sync success plan now at bsquaredmgmt.com. And listen up to our latest single, Down, now on Spotify. And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network. And my guest, Billboard charting artist Kendra Erica. So obviously you mentioned before the break a little bit, you know, 2020 was challenging, tough for many artists, specifically live performances, because yeah. I know a lot of people have been, you know, struggling because, you know, including myself, it's like, ah, you know, I had all these things planned and then everything shut down. So I'm assuming things have picked up for you because I guess you've recently headlined the Pride New York Festival. Do you want us to tell us a little bit about that? It was just, um, like, it was just so colorful. <laughs> um what i mean literally you could you could you could tell that people people were were having fun they were enjoying themselves and i was really happy to be that performer that artist to to headline and to be just just to represent freedom you know because we've been we've been locked down for or the we've been on pause for um for a year and a half and to be just to be that that figure that represents openness and a, a, a new start and a new beginning I mean I don't I don't really take that for for granted that made me happy to to come to that that knowing and from there you know I just I enjoy performing for a lot of shirtless guys <laughs> <laughs> Oh my. Yeah, you know, who doesn't, right? Right? You know? Yeah. Uh, can certainly agree with that one. I was like, I may not have a future with you, but like, you look good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, yeah. I, yes, agree with you on that one. So I know that obviously you recently did the Pride Festival. You performed in major clubs around the world. You've opened for international pop stars, including Jason Derulo. Oh my, one of my favorites. So jealous uh -huh. of that one. Great energy. Oh, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Like I said, extremely jealous of that one because he seems like he's just <laughs> like a, a bursting bubble of spark. Any more shows on the oh, horizon yeah. as stuff starts to open up? What you have stuff planned? I'm looking at New York Fashion Week in September. Um, some performances are gonna are gonna definitely be uh, happening there. I also have things lined up in Los Angeles coming coming up in the next uh, in, in the next month, and and just I, I just see more more coming in the fall because that's when you know. That's when you know the the things will be um, not as not as uh, crowded with all with all this noise. So um, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm seeing. Awesome. Well, let's share another song for our listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about Rapture? So I wrote the so Rapture is a is a wonderful piece that. I wrote with um, my producer in, in, in Pittsburgh by the name of Chico. 
um, we wrote this in in a way that one we wanted to create something that embodies who I am because I'm a very you know deep mind. I'm I'm I can be very bold. I can also have an energy that that border lines, you know, sexuality and sensuality quite evenly. And so being the so well versed and well seasoned and, and just very um admired producer that, that he is. And we, we wrote this as as a piece to to present who I am moving forward and the and the kind of artist that I am moving moving onward in in my in whatever it is that I will be, you know, conquering in the future. So that's how that awesome. seems to be. <laughs> awesome. Well we are gonna pop this on for everyone. So here is Rapture by Kendra Erica. When you leave me down I love the way you watch away.
another one, very, very well, well done, extremely upbeat, fantastic, and kudos to you. You're an extremely <laughs> prolific, you. proficient writer. No, I mean, I'm serious. You know, I mean, it's, I, I like, I like your style. I like the way that you seem to take care in, in your writing, which is also very important to me as a songwriter too. And, and it, it seems like we have uh, very similar styles in that regard to, you know, making sure that we're comfortable with the lyric that I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not good at singing stuff that doesn't make sense. Um, then it sounds like, uh, it sounds like you're very, it sounds like you're, you're very on point with that too. So I'm really excited. One of the things that I wanted to do too, before we, we end up running out of time was ask you a quick question in regards to what challenges you may have faced in your music career, maybe as, you know, the, the, the style of genre that you've picked or even being a female? I mean, has there anything that you've had to overcome? Well, in the early days of my dreams and aspirations, I I had to overcome being tone deaf. Um, and, but as soon as that was over with, I'm like, okay, guys, guys with the limit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, yeah, Anything that I've really had to overcome, I think it would just have to be, you know, that, that constant reminder that my that my parents always told me and, and they, they said, Well, my my dad has this this really um impactful quote and he says it a lot and it goes, um, hard work feeds talent when talent doesn't work hard and that has been so steadfast and it's been a staple sentiment with me. Um, and my parents always told me, you know, if you do good, good things will, will, will come. And, you know, just, just being very honest, you know, this, this industry that we're in, it can be freaking shady. It can be, it can mm-hmm. be nefarious. It can be cutthroat. There are a lot, there are, there are, there are a lot of individuals in this industry that don't have morals and I just want to be successful and not destroy myself in the process because what, what, what good is success if you destroy yourself in the process? And so my, my parents didn't teach me the ways to be famous. They told, they, they taught me the ways to be successful, which is doing what you need to do in your day and then you can, and then being able to, to sleep at night. So I think um, that's fantastic advice, fantastic advice. And kudos to you for, for trying to have your career follow that, that type of, of statement, because you are correct there. You know, I've, I've been there, done that. And you know, there's a, there is a lot of shady people out there. So I'll just leave it at that because I want to see yes. the cover song that you did because I actually was not expecting this. So you did a cover of the Laura Brannigan song, Self Control. Now you, you, you've named it a little bit different. So it's Self Control, Sex 
electronica after dark mix, I think is, is what it's called, like out on the platforms and things like that. But what yeah, made you decide to re- cover that that's song? That's the remix. <laughs> yeah, well, so, well um, so electronica after dark, that's actually a remix that Chico, my co-writer and producer of Rapture, that he did on self-control. So that's, that's his remix. <laughs> Awesome. It's fantastic. So I'm actually going to pop it in for everybody because it's really great. So here it is. This is Self-Control by Kendra Erica. All in my is my world. I think you 
did such a great job of that. I'm a huge Laura Branigan fan, 80s girl. So very, very well done. And a lot of pe- people don't generally, you know, I don't think I've ever heard somebody do a cover of that. So I was really excited when I heard that. So very well done. Definitely wanted to make sure Thank I shared you. that with everyone. You're welcome. You're welcome. So before we sign off and before we run out of time here, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners? What about where they can find you on social media, maybe your website, so they can stay up to date with any shows that you have coming down the pipe? Yes. Uh, KendraErica.com, uh, at KendraErica at, on Instagram, KendraErica Music on Facebook, and also KendraErica on Twitter. The same handle goes for TikTok as well. And just to stay updated and to keep um keep posted on what I'm what I have going on, all those socials have that. Um and you know, just 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 stay with it. Stay stay with me on, on this on on this journey and you'll be um you'll you'll be a part of the uh of the magic carpet ride. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Excellent. Well, I would like to thank my wonderful guest, Kendra Erica, for taking the time to chat with me today. It has really been a pleasure. I have enjoyed speaking with you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for Mixing It. On behalf of Sim Radio, this is Nikki Chris. Until next time, keep on mixing it.